Hi everyone, I'm Neka, and here's my girl. Welcome to Ejela Express, the podcast where we travel up and down a fictional highway called Ejela Express. Ejela runs from Cape Town, South Africa to Monmouth, Bahrain. We talk about our experiences as young Nigerian Americans growing up and starting adulthood in the U.S. South. Every Thursday, we welcome a global audience of global citizens that's global twice so you know we're talking like worlds and worlds beyond like yourselves living in the 21st century unpacking identity social trends and the latest art literature musical pieces this episode will be uploaded on october 6th so you know that's five days past nigeria's independence day which is october 1st and you know, just kind of jumping into things. And it was, yeah, October 1st fell on a Saturday this year. So there are a lot of celebrations going on, especially in like the larger hubs where there's a huge Nigerian American community. So Tineta, how did you celebrate or did you celebrate Nigerian Independence? I didn't celebrate Nigerian Independence Day, not out of any animosity. For like the past, like, six, seven, I don't even know how many, it might be 10 years now. I feel like I usually post something on my Instagram. This is the first year I didn't post anything on my Instagram, not out of any animosity. It just felt forced in a way that I hadn't felt in other years, like performative mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. I didn't feel any like bad things about it, but I just didn't feel, I don't know, spirited. I even went through my pictures from my trip to Nigeria in December and I even thumbed through some of them. I even went to see the ones I had posted on Instagram. Should I repost? I just didn't. So yeah, yeah, I haven't really done anything all weekend. I was in the house almost all yesterday except to like leave for food. I think I got like cookout and I got like Indian food for lunch. Oh, I I went on a run, but the Indian food messed up my stomach. So (laughs) I I had to walk back. (laughs) Not you had to walk. I did. I was supposed to reach a new milestone, but I couldn't do it. It's okay. You went out. That's the first step. So I went out and it was awful outside. It was like (laughs) drizzly. It was cold. It was gray. Like that was a big accomplishment. I called my grandma. She's sick. I wanted to wish happy Independence Day, but I think her response honestly just made me sad. Uh, Because she's her response. Well, she didn't really. She's been in the hospital, so and like kind of disconnected in and out of things. So she didn't really know what day it was. Like she knew it was Saturday, kinda. But I was like, oh, it's Independence Day, and she was like, oh wow, it it is Independence Day. That is like October first. That is the day. And I was like, oh man, like you're like. I don't know. She was like, the days go in and out here and such yeah. and me like that and stuff. But yeah, I have, I really haven't, that sounds so depressing, but I really haven't done much. Oh, Today yeah. I read some articles on yeah. my laptop in a cafe and yeah, that's mostly it. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> so I forgot to add this too. So October 1st, like we were just saying, is Nigeria's Independence Day and it marks our proclamation of independence of course like similar to the u.s in july 4th but it marks our proclamation of independence from british rule back in 1960 so very historical day but also jumping into what i did this weekend so i went to eshikei's concert in atlanta um, there were quite a few opening acts that were very bomb. So, and, you know, not just saying that because my brother also opened too, but, you know, artists like Tove's 4-4, Solu, 
Owo and my brother, Lil Bless Child. And I'll leave like all their Instagrams in the description below, but it was really cool seeing kind of this new wave or, and you know, yeah, but seeing like this new wave of talent within the diaspora, you know, performing before the headliner, of course, Asha K himself, who is literally the reigning king of Afrobeats right now. Just a quick spill on him. <laughs> He's had a good year to say the least. From his hit Omoape with Nigerian rapper and music entrepreneur Alamide to Sumba with Myrna Boy, who Burna Boy, I don't think he needs an intro, but but back to Asha K, who's, you know, Fuji up tempo album of Mr. Money with the Vibes, like came out this year again just truly a great year for him it was really cool to be in the space and like hear people singing his songs and like connecting with the music and in that moment it felt like okay this feels like the place to be to celebrate Nigerian independence the entire weekend like especially like across TikTok and other social media platforms there were just different reactions that I was getting to you know, either people saying happy independence or et cetera, et cetera. But overall, the reactions were kind of like Snickers or like, it was almost like a joke, like a running joke of like happy independence, right? Or, you know, some people making TikToks of like, what's there to be happy about? And going into today's conversation, I really wanted us to dig into what does Nija independence mean to us? What does it mean to you who's listening? Especially if you're, if you haven't been to Nigeria in a while, or even if you're not from Nigeria itself, like your home country, whether it's Ghana or Sierra Leone or Zambia, Namibia, wherever, you know, your heritage like lines, especially like if you're living in the US like us or in the UK, you know, just outside of your home country, like what does your home country's independence day mean to you are you asking me yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i think there are two lines of thought that i've seen and that i resonate with i don't like for example like one of the takes i've seen okay two i'm just gonna get into like what TikToks? What? What? Okay, I'm just gonna say what's on my mind. I'm just gonna like word vomit instead of trying to make it articulate. So years ago, during Nigerian Independence, a family friend posted on her Instagram story on the day of that she wasn't celebrating. There was nothing to celebrate because on her past trip to Nigeria, the family was robbed at gunpoint in a car, and she felt like the routine violence in Nigeria made it like less independent or made independence day less like it wasn't something that she was going to celebrate which i thought was interesting i remember yeah. trayvon was i don't know if trayvon was on the phone with me or with me in person at the time because i remember we talked about it and uh, we had some opinions about that and then number two you know yesterday i saw this one nigerian creator saying that they were not going to celebrate nigerian independence day because nigeria shouldn't be a country and that we were celebrating a colonial construct like Nigeria is a colonial project and that by celebrating independence day we're giving credence to this patchwork of tribes and land that was forcefully mm -hmm. attached together which I also thought was interesting 
I don't really know how to like I don't know like no I don't know I don't know this year was weird for me because like I feel like normally I'm very hyped about my dream and to stay I was very hyped to call my grandma about it <laughs> but I don't know it's kind of just like I don't know I just I'm like I don't I don't know like what my lukewarm. feelings are this year lukewarm yeah. I don't think that I don't I think there's just too many things going on in my head like I am very celebratory that we are no longer under British colonial rule. That seems like something to celebrate. And to me, that seems like a different thing than whether or not Nigerians experience violence on a regular basis or whether or not, like, this, I don't know. Like, it's like Nigeria is here now. Are we not supposed to be, like, happy about that? But yeah. I don't know. I don't even, I'm not even sure if I've got feelings of my own. My normal feelings are celebratory. As a kid, we used to have Nigerian independence parties every October in Colombia. Those are some of my happiest memories. And I used to take even some of my American friends to those. So, like, I feel pride and, like, joy when I think about Nigeria no longer being a British colony. But... I don't know. This year, I just didn't feel like jumping from the rooftops. I don't know if it's because my grandma's sick. I don't know if because we don't live in South. I don't live in South Carolina anymore. I don't know if it's a combination of those yeah, two things. Yeah. But I don't know. I think there's a lot of things that are my connections to Nigeria and my parents and my grandma. There's a lot of shifting things right now. I think as those mm -hmm. things shift my perception of Nigeria. Just my parents are. My dad was born in 1960. Actually, his birthday is yeah. like two weeks from now. So he was literally uh, born like a born couple weeks after independence. Yeah. And my mom was one when Nigeria got independence. And I was, well, I was talking to my grandma, not yesterday, but a couple weeks ago. And she was saying when the news struck, my grandfather was teaching in the school at the time in the village. And they gave my mom, who was one, a little flag to like wave around and like toddle around with. And she said she had forgotten that memory until I brought it up. So I don't really know. I feel like I have similar ambiguity. When I think of like American independence, like we are independent from the British also, but I don't know. Anyways, I think it's, I do think that independence from a colonial power, I do think that is separate from like current issues, like, but in people's minds, those things are connected and inseparable. And I just don't know how to think at the moment in time. Sorry, that didn't really answer the question. <laughs> no, I think, you know, okay. I think like Independence Day like means something different for everyone as does like many, I don't want to say holidays, but as do many different points or like celebration points of history. You know, like we'll take the US for example, like July 4th means something completely different from, from like our experiences to like our classmates or, you know, to our white counterparts, right? For me, Nigeria Independence this year, it felt like a mirror being held to like my face, wherein it's like, it was really exciting, right? Of course, to go to this concert and to see like all this talent and all this stuff and like all these like wonderful young people like in the room, right? But it also like, made me it also kind of tugged on like my heart or like mind a little bit more to to actually go back and you know like <laughs> Gianna and I have like you know talked loosely about like my plans for this year moving forward I don't want to like see like too much but it just it felt like the social media like celebrations or like the celebrations like with the youth or like, you know, our folks around here. It's just not enough for me anymore. 
it's just not enough to have like these punchlines of like you know welcome to lagos or like welcome to niger like and like accept like the way things are going right now of course like we have in a presidential we have a presidential election coming up and you know there's like a lot of hope around it a particular candidate but this year i would say like this like the haha like happy independence and like i roll it hit a little different because it's like is it every year that like are the like Niger like will be a punchline like or that the independence will be a punchline and I do like you know to that point of yours about or like from the creator off of TikTok about like these you know different you know tribes ethnic groups and regions being amalgamated bro yeah like I don't even know like I like I don't have like thoughts like around that except I wouldn't know how to pull apart the like the regions or tribes but it's like for what Nigeria is today like you know how do i make it better like or how do i at least like put my like half of a half of a half of a half of a percent of like you know support towards you know either just support in general from like the skills i've learned or skills like we've learned from the experiences educational backgrounds etc that we've had so far but this year it didn't feel as celebratory and i will say like of course like it was celebratory from the aspect of like, I went to a concert and like, that's fun in general, right? But it wasn't like we intentionally sat down and had a conversation about Niger history and like, you know, green, white, green, like all, all day, right? But yeah. And what you said just now about like your ties to like Niger independence, like feeling a little different this year because of, you know, like the million and one things that you have like going on, but like also the people in your lives being like your cultural connection, I guess, or one of your cultural or intimate touch points to Nigeria, right? Do you feel like that's impacting like the celebratory or I guess like the ideas or your ideas around like independence and like us or like Nigeria truly being independent? I just think it like dulled the holiday for me or maybe I just like almost like how yesterday was really like cloudy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like yeah, gray and like yeah. I'm running and like I'm getting like low-key rained on that is <laughs> how it it could have just been the day <laughs> yeah well yeah that's just, that's just kind of how it felt like that's just kind of yeah. how it felt like I remember in high school there was one year where I like literally wore Nigerian clothes to school I woke yeah. up my mom and my grandma and I was like you need to be up I can't believe yeah. you're not up it's Nigerian Independence Day <laughs> And it just seems so far. Like, I didn't, I didn't talk to my mom yesterday. I called my grandma. She didn't know what day it was. You know, like, it's like, yeah, I didn't talk different. to my dad. So it's just like those connections. I think so much of it was like being hype as a family. And then now I live by myself and things are like different now. And so it was just like, oh, well, like, do I be hype on Instagram for these people who are like not my family, yeah, who are like not Nigerian, not you know? Yeah. Yeah, I did get a text from my friend Tati, who texted me Happy Niger Independence Day, which is very Yeah, which was funny and sweet. But yeah, I think those relationships definitely change because then it's like, I don't know, it just feels kind of performative for me to just be ambling around the house or whatever, like Happy Niger Independence Day. I also like, I don't know how much this like, how much to get into this and how much it's like relevant, or I think this is like a different discussion altogether, but I think like there's a piece of it that connects here is like that disconnect of not being born or raised in Nigeria 
And mm-hmm. I just become, I think I am ever more clear of that like distinction and like the ways that has like affected my life versus like affected my family who was yeah. born and raised there, but moved here versus my family who was born and raised there and has always lived there, you know? Yeah. And so I just feel, I think I also feel like I should have like less of a, I don't know if opinion is right, not opinion, but less of a stake in the conversation almost because the issues that afflict Nigerians who like were born and raised and continue to live in Nigeria on a day-to-day basis do not afflict me. And I think, I don't know if it's the December trip that like really threw that into stark relief. This is something I think about a lot, like where like being like Nigerian, like born and raised there and being like born and raised here and being Nigerian American, like all the ways that splits off and there's a whole TikTok discourse about that. I'm not going to get into that because that is going to be a whole different, <laughs> different episode, um, yeah. a different episode topic. But yeah, I don't know. Like when I was there in December, I was just like, wow, this is not my country. On the one hand, I had this profound sense of, wow, this is my place. Like this is where I'm from. This is my roots are right. here. Like this is the house that my grandfather built. This is the house where my grandmother died. This is like, these are all these people. There was this relative in my grandma's village who looked just like her. And she saw me staring at him and she laughed. She was like, she's staring at you because you look just like me. And I was like, whoa, it was crazy. The man was like 50 maybe. And my grandma's like 90 and just like gee, how genes work. And like, anyways, so I had these two like I don't want to call them exclusive, but like opposite experiences of like, wow, I need to be here. This is my home. This is my family. This is my roots. I'm so disconnected. I need to come back. This is my soil. This is my everything. And then on the other hand, like, this is not mine. Like, I don't go out into the street, despite the infrastructure issues that are pervasive in many parts of the U.S. My streets in the U.S. does not have like open gutters that you can fall into. One of my mom's really close friends, her, they're, I guess, the same age or something around the same age. Her mom had a kid late, so I'm not sure. One of her younger brothers, when they were children, died because he fell into one of the gutters. That's not my story here in Durham, North Carolina. I almost said what street I live on, but I can't do that. <laughs> That's not my story here on my street in Durham, North Carolina. There, <laughs> yeah. There's issues here. The roads are trash in some ways, but it's a different level of trash. Going to my grandma's villages where I saw that relative that looks just like her, you can't get there by car in rainy season. You, we could barely get there by car in dry season because the roads were like, it was like desert dune riding <laughs> in this, this like tropical rainforest region. It literally was like desert dune riding. And my uncle was like, yeah, when it rains, you just can't go. Like if you got to visit someone, you just can't go because the roads are flooded and like you can't. And I was like, wow, that's not me. Like, yes, things get flooded here in the U.S. Yes, Hurricane Ian just like laid siege to like Florida and South Carolina and parts of Georgia especially like working class parts that are not going to recover from the extreme flooding. But in Nigeria, it's like, that's kind of for everyone everywhere versus in the U.S. it's in like pockets, you know? So I don't, anyways, the more I reflect on, like I wanted to order pizza one night and my uncle was like, you can't order, it's too late. You forgot, it's like, Abba, we can't have some random guy showing up <laughs> and when it's dark outside to deliver pizza. This is Abba. And I was like, what? Like, you <laughs> get pizza delivered at like 1 a.m. I was starving too. Anyways, Nigeria is, I don't even know if I'm painting a bad picture, but I feel like when <laughs> no. you talk to non-Nigerians, you want to be careful about what you say because it, you can so easily get yeah, into like, absolutely. 
you know, all these like stereotypes and people don't know the actual people. So they just take the stereotypes and that's it. But yeah, I was just like, wow, this is, I just feel like this is like not my conversation to be having. I did not live through the Afrin war, which is not, yeah, yeah, which is not a prerequisite for being Nigerian, of course, but like, you know, Nigerians born before, Nigerians born after, but like, I wasn't there. These infrastructure issues that plague everything all the time. I'm not witnessing them. The dollar has like depreciated in value. I'm witnessing that in my like American salary and how like less it goes month by month, but I'm not driving around waiting eight hours for fuel. You know, so I I don't, I just feel like sometimes I'm like, I don't know to what extent to enter these conversations. Like I don't feel comfortable entering these conversations sometimes because I feel like if there's a person on this earth or a group of people on this earth who should be consulted to gauge whether or not they think Nigeria is doing well or to define what Nigerian independence means to them, I feel like I am not part of that group. I can watch. Mm -hmm. I can have some things to say. But at the end of the day, I grew up in Florence, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Like that's Mm -hmm. where I grew up. If I had to point to where I was born, it's a hospital in Columbia, South Carolina. And that's like controversial on like African TikTok. But I think (laughs) my truth is holding these two things in tandem, which is like, this is my home. But also I was raised and continue to be raised by these Nigerian people. And like Igbo was my first language. Like, I think you could hold those two things in tandem. I wear my identity in my name. It, they're not in competition with each other. And no, I think people like sometimes on, on TikTok and other places think, I think the reason they think you need to pick one or the other or claim one yeah. or the other is because they believe they're in some sort of competition. And yeah, I don't think absolutely. they're in competition with each other. I think they both. In competition with each other or like one being more valued than the other, like just overall, right? Or that one, your claim to one versus the other is an indication of, how much you care about one. How much you care about one. And then also how much you know about one. And one being your heritage. Like how much do you know of like Igbo, like how much of like how much Igbo do you know? Like how much of Nigerian history do you know? And honestly, like going into this conversation, it kind of like riddled some stuff like within myself where it was like I don't have like all the dates like straight in my head. Like, you know, this is like stuff that like I studied or like studied like Nigerian history, blah 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 blah. But it's like this isn't what the conversation is about, right? But it, it just kind of like, it almost ignited this like, oh my gosh, like I don't know who's like going to hear this discussion and I don't want them to assume what is assumed of someone who's grown up like here in the US, right? But it's like, I, at the end of the day, like we were saying before, I do not have the same experiences of a Nigerian who was born, raised, and is like living their young adulthood in Nigeria, or just like someone who was even like back and forth, right? It was, from my experience, it was mainly like the family trips here and there, right? And now it's like, I've reached the point in my like adulthood where I can choose, right? Even the fact that I have a choice, do you wanna go back? Do you wanna go back for more times in the year? Do you want to stay in the U.S. and continue building? Right, because the vast majority of my family, they are never going to come here. They can't. They can't get a visa approved to come here. They can't choose the holiday. Yeah, they can't choose the holiday life. Like, they can't just, like, you know, two weeks out of the year be there and be, you know, clued into, like, 
the community, you know? So it's like this year, what I was saying earlier about like, it held a mirror to my face was like, it just felt, it it just felt, um, I, I just didn't feel connected to do or feel like pushed to do any of like the social media, like posts about like independence, et cetera, et cetera, because I almost feel like it's not my celebration to own. It's not my celebration to put forth on platforms because I don't know what this year has been like in Nigeria, right? Like, cause we saw Russia, Ukraine and like the gas, like shortages or blocks. And then, you know, these past three years, COVID-19, I don't know what it looks like now to try to get a vaccine or to, you know, like all these things, like there are of course, like social, cultural, historical things that like I know, right? Or that like I've studied up on whatever it may be or like experienced like firsthand, right? But to say that I wanted to post or anything about Niger independence is not, that's not the case because I don't feel like, I don't want to say I own because I guess nobody really owns like or just the country's like history, but I don't feel like, I feel like Independence Day for a country is representation of like how far it's come, what it's hoping for in the future, and what like the community there or population there is striving to do together or separate, <laughs> right? And I haven't been part of those conversations because I'm not there and I don't feel like my voice is the one that needs to be the loudest or yeah, yeah it doesn't need to be the loudest. What the mirror being held up to my face this year was like, you have like all these like skills, right? Use it, <laughs> like use it and like use it in these areas that you're interested in and like support something that supports the country that also like aligns with your values and like morals and emphasis on support. I don't want to enter <laughs> any like, you know, campaigns or like movements that I'm spearheading, right? Because, you know, like we were saying before, like we, I have like all these like options, like all of this is very much like coming from the privilege of being, like being Nigerian and having, you know, grown up and like had these like accesses to different opportunities, right? That then allowed me to acquire like these skills, your networks, et cetera, et cetera. So all that to say, <laughs> I feel like Independence Day means something different for everyone. I also don't want us like to lean too far into, because I also see like the heavier part of like, I don't, I don't want to say tick, but like heavier part of social media where it's like Nigerian American or just like Nigerians in the diaspora. I don't even want to say like basically Nigerians outside of the country, right? don't know anything or like are not interested in the country or whatever it may be everyone left for or has has grown up and wherever they are for different reasons right but i don't think that should stop us from embracing nigeria independence or nigeria overall i don't want to say that celebration especially nigeria independence or like just the conversation about like where Nigeria has been or where it's going, that we should be really mindful about where we've grown up 
or like how our identity plays into or how our like life experiences may play into our ability to contribute to the conversation yeah i mean i think also and i think you were talking about this time as you get because even last independence day i think i just i literally searched hashtag nigerian independence day and mm-hmm. shared some like posts that someone had made that had like yeah. <laughs> and i used to be so into so i had these complicated instagram posts mm-hmm. i do all this stuff but i think as you get older if you lean into your increased age and you become more introspective, which yeah. as we know is a choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've seen the other direction. <laughs> Some of us don't choose it. <laughs> and it shows. Not, and it's very apparent. <laughs> things just become more complex. Like things just become more complex. Like as a kid, honestly, I don't think I really cared about you know, United States Independence Day much for its merit. I think I was super into it for the cupcakes that you'd get at school or whatever. Oh, I guess school's out. But you know, red, white, and blue. (laughs) Yeah, the red, white, and blue things at Food Line and the fireworks were a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Then I think as I became an adolescent and got more interested in like politics and stuff, and I think visited, might have visited DC Mm -hmm. and like went to some of the monuments. I'm like, wow, like I remember my first time in, in the Lincoln Memorial and literally just feeling goosebumps and being like shocked into mm-hmm. awe. I still get that feeling occasionally with like these words, you know, with the, like liberty and justice for all and for, you know, all of those like really amazing words, uh, you know, and all of these founding documents. Right, right. You know, a nation that will endure and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, and then like I learned more about like the history of like racism in the country and I was like, wow, like, you know, this, in, we have an Independence Day, and on our Independence Day, there were, like, hundreds of thousands of people who were, like, enslaved, like, you know, and I'm, like, oh, yeah. they, like, were not, in the, they, they were not celebrating Independence Day, I, At you know, all. not really, like, Juneteenth just now became, a th- like, a federal holiday, and even right. then, it's, like, debated, like, were people, did people actually all know that they're free in itself? Yeah, so it's, like, I think the thing that's interesting is you think about the complexity with which I think you and I view American, U.S. Independence Day and Nigerian Independence Day, that at least in the U.S. you've got, you've got all of these racial hierarchical structures that's very race-based. Like you had like Native American oppression and you had like Black oppression, you had like Latino oppression, you had Asian oppression and everything is very racialized. So like, and the history is very racialized. So you can pick out and be like, well, Independence Day, Black people were mostly enslaved and on Independence Day, Native people were mostly being killed and pushed off their land and on Independence Day, get it, get it, get it, get it. But in Nigeria, we don't have different races. Everyone is Black. What we have is all these different ethnic groups. So it, sure, it's like yeah. a different type of like, you know, because it's like in the U.S., you are free from colonial rule, but then mm. for many people, you are not free, especially mm. specifically Black people, you are not free from rule over your person and that was on very racialized you know terms but then in nigeria you didn't have that and nigeria still doesn't have racial problems it has like ethnic problems and the hierarchies are not as up and down as they are in the u.s they're like all over the place and like more intersectional so i don't it's it's I, honestly it, honestly it feels like the complex feeling drawing u.s independent states sometimes feel more clear-cut than with like Nigerian Independence Day, which there's how many tribes in Nigeria? Like 200 or something? Yeah, like 250 something. <laughs> it's like, I don't even, I don't even know yeah, where, yeah. Some, you know, the problems that Nigerians <laughs> are causing for each other, the ones who like to cause problems for the others, usually the rich, those are not like racial. Those are just 
they're just I don't know sometimes Nigeria hates words I feel like in, in some regards I kind of it, 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 I'm not making my point across but like it's just interesting to me I don't know it's just interesting because yeah. now because basically it's, it's like two, yeah it's not clear okay basically there's, there's two currents yeah there's two currents when discussing both U.S. Independence Day and Nigerian Independence Day there is we literally liberated ourselves through like a war and like a treaty and a signed declaration independent we are no longer under colonial rule that is a fact like is the U.S. independent from colonial rule it is is Nigeria independent mm-hmm. from colonial rule it is like yes. that's a fact you can celebrate or like not but like you cannot debate like October 1st 1960 independent and then people take this more complex route which is like are we independent to make our own decisions are we independent to determine our own future? Are we independent in terms of being able to, as individuals and on a family level, achieve financial independence, emotional independence? Are we able to live healthy lives? And that's where it gets like really complex. And then the U.S. goes one road and then Nigeria goes like another road. And I just, to this day, I still think it's really interesting the idea that and not to bag this person, they're entitled to their own opinion. This is literally a family friend. It's really interesting to me, the idea that like Nigeria is not independent because you and your family were almost robbed at gunpoint. Like that's very interesting to me. Like I really don't have any moral yeah, judgment on that. Like, it's just interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's it's almost like displaced. I don't want to say displaced anger. I, w- I want to say like misarticulated, right? In the sense of like, you're angry that there's not a system you're not angry at Nigeria. It's, I don't know what she was angry at, right? But like, I feel like it. It's not been... angry at the British. No, exactly. you're angry at your fellow Nigerians. Yes, for, for problems that may be a result of the British, but are no longer the British's problem. Problem, yeah. It's like it to me. Like the post sounded like a. Why doesn't Nigeria have a system? You know, rather yeah. than like. How could you rob us? Because you could get robbed in the U.S. You can get robbed in the U.S. <laughs> you could get robbed in the U.S., right? But it doesn't mean that you denounce, like, the U.S. And, like, or it just, like, in that particular instance, it just seemed like a, I gave this country a chance and it disappointed me. Yeah. And I'm disappointed because we don't have a system. And What's or that? the country's not doing well and yeah. thus it's not independent, which is, Yes, very interesting very. and that's a whole philosophical thing is, that i was like yeah. wow that is deep and interesting the country's mm-hmm. not doing well and thus it's not independent yeah and so it's just like yeah going to like the broader question is nigeria independent yes in in my opinion to if we're asking based off the criteria did nigeria declare independence on october 1st 1960 yes that's the thing right but does nigeria have you know like milestones like to reach yes i think a lot of countries every country in the world has its own milestones to reach right but what's yep. different is nigeria has had 62 years <laughs> to reach these milestones whereas the u.s has had i don't even know more than 200 <laughs> a, long time. a long time to reach these milestones and so some, sometimes on very different lands with very diff- different strategic advantages with significantly mm-hmm. less ethnic issues. yeah <laughs> and so i will say like i think that this year 
I want to open this up because like, of course, Nigerians are not the only ones who listen to this or Nigerian Americans specifically, right? So if you are a part of the diaspora of another country, whether it's Nigeria, Ghana, again, like we were saying earlier, like what does Independence Day mean to you? And if it hasn't happened this year yet, like pay attention to how you are celebrating or not celebrating or just like the discourse around your home country's like celebration or non-celebration of mine like the diaspora this year and like what it like tell us like what are like what was what are your thoughts like what are your experiences because you know it's going to be different for everyone right because it's obviously like you know <laughs> like independence days like reasons for independence like were reached for many different reasons and then of course like the diaspora or like the the sense of community is different right but i'm just curious right like because with being nigerian and being nigerian american it almost feels like you can't for me like it's like too scary to claim to be nigerian and to be like too scary in the sense of like it's almost like an invitation to then be critiqued or questioned about being nigerian enough or about whether or not i'll like why or like why don't i just because i've gotten the question of like you're here in america like why don't you just assimilate into african-american culture and it's usually coming from you know either friends cousins whoever it may be that are still based in nigeria you know as we were saying earlier like trying to like wrap this thought process up but like as we were saying earlier like I guess like exploring more of your identity and like growing further and further like into your young adult years like you realize that identity life experiences background it's not a black or white thing right i can't claim one or the other i am what i am right and i think that this year this this independence day was really like a i am what i am but here are the things i still want to do with being who i am and acknowledging the fact that I can't be the loudest one in the room. I don't want to be the loudest one in the room and, you know, pushing forward or pushing towards like the milestones where I was, I mentioned earlier for Nigeria. So yeah, but. Yeah. Two great <laughs> books to read <laughs> that are honestly related to this. Glory <laughs> by No Violet Bulaiwo is supposed to be about the fictional company of Jodada but uh, she's from Zimbabwe and it is extremely heavily implied that it's about Zimbabwe. I think in the mm. cover on the book, it's really like, this is based off of Robert Mugabe and Zimbabwe. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyways, I think that book talks a lot. The animals in the book talk a lot about what it means to be truly independent because as well, maybe if people don't know, Robert Mugabe was like, president of Zimbabwe until he was like 92 and he had to be like forced out. He had been president for like 40 years, basically. And his claim to fame, uh, at least according to Glory, which again is fictionalized, but heavily based, was that he was one of the leaders, one of the head soldiers that like liberated Zimbabwe from colonial rule. And every time there was like a critique of the country, of the modern day current country, he'd be like, but you don't understand how it was under the British. We liberated them, me and the old guard, we liberated them, we're 
free. Now our problems are our problems. And at least in the book, people will be like, okay, but the problems that we have now, like they're problems. Like, you don't understand the British. And like, you know, I thought that discourse was super interesting in, in the book, you know, that this always returning to, you know, we're not going to talk about what's happening today because we are free. We focus on the fact that we're free and we're not under colonial rule. And I feel like that can go two ways. You can completely diss the fact that colonialism had major impacts on African countries and then you'd be literally like erasing so much history and so much impact. Or you can go the complete opposite way and blame absolutely everything on colonialism, which is doing the same thing, just in a different direction, erasing so many complexities. But anyways, if you want to read about, even though there are animals in the book and it's a fictional country, Jadada, but I promise you it's based on Zimbabwe. If anyone wants to read about complex thoughts about what it means to be independent and what post-independence means, I recommend Glory by No Violet Belilo. It's not her real name. Her real name is like Elizabeth something. And I also recommend if you're interested in issues of identity growing up in not your family's home country, if an Egyptian cannot speak English by Nora Naga is amazing and focuses on this girl who was, I think, maybe born and raised in the U.S., grew up there, and then after college decided to move back to Cairo. And like the extreme culture shock that she experiences and so many things she didn't know. And I think on the book jacket, it says something like, how can you return to a home that you've never been to? There was just, ugh. Anyways, Nora like did that. Uh, she popped off in that book. So anyways. That doesn't discuss so much independence. I think it does touch on like Egyptian politics, but mostly it touches on like you are, your family's from here and you kind of understand the language, but like you did not grow up there. And that is not a fact that no matter how much you want to assimilate into the culture, no matter how willing you are, study, you are impacted, you are imprinted. It's like on your soul, on your psyche is imprinted where you did grow up and the experiences you did have in your own country and the relationships that you did make in your own country. And you can't erase those things. Even if you integrate super well, which our, our character did not, unfortunately, but even, <laughs> if you, even if you integrate super well, like that's yeah, still going yeah. to be in you. That's still going to be in you. I can mimic a Nigerian accent to make fun of my parents, mm-hmm. but it's not my normal English accent. I speak yeah. like I was this... raised in the U.S. <laughs> because that is where I learned my English, yeah. you know? And that's yeah. not something I can, like, wipe. So I, those are my two plugs because they directly related to the conversation. <laughs> we, so. we definitely need to add them to this the show notes. I, I will say on that last point, too, like, you, like, again, like, you're speaking English, like, with the accent that you, like, learned, right? Because of the environment that you grew up in. And same thing like <laughs> i used to like be so embarrassed about like my ebo and i still am like a little bit too about i speak it right but it doesn't sound the same as someone who grew up in nigeria right but it's not supposed to, it, like it literally can't because i didn't grow up in nigeria speaking ebo i grew up speaking ebo or hearing ebo and learning it here and so and then right after i would hop back into my classroom where all my classmates <laughs> speak like this and so but anyways yeah so this episode like really dig into the question i kind of threw out earlier but if you're hearing this message for one thank you so much for listening to the entire episode we truly thank you from the bottom of our hearts (laughs) listen we love speaking with one another and digging into these topics we do want to hear from you as well 
please DM us on Instagram, comment on our Facebook post, or leave a voice message via our anchor link telling us, one, what you'd like us to discuss, and two, your thoughts on today's conversation. And if you're one of the Neck and I's friends on Instagram, you can just uh, DM us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> or not friends. Like, <laughs> if you're, yeah. Yeah. Friends. yeah let's... <laughs> just Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Sign <laughs> management. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah, we hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And for now, we will see you next week. Bye.